0: Heard some audio leak. Leakage. Here's some audio. Here's some leakage. audio leakage. Now I just now hear I my yourself. That's weird. Can you hear me? I can hear you. How does it sound? That sounds fine. Okay, I'm gonna
1: go throw my airpods away before they accidentally reconnect.
0: You know what, Apple? If you'd like to sponsor us, actually, we would appreciate it. Um, We're going to start the repetitive sponsor asks and please again. Um, It's been too long. There's a few brands, actually, I would like to reach out to. Um, If Mark Zuckerberg out there on Meta, if you want to send me any any NFTs, that would be greatly appreciated. Um,
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: You haven't heard of the Metaverse?
1: I know what the metaverse is, but I don't know what the NFTs are. You
0: don't know what NFTs are? Oh, baby.
1: Dude, I'm not this boozy California Los Angeles bum who knows everything about what the hip pop culture that those youngsters are talking about.
0: No, this is not pop culture. This is your future we're talking about. Okay, sir? <laughs> this is an investment <laughs> opportunity.
1: You sound like you're trying to get me into a pyramid scheme.
0: Well, that's okay so you know what let's talk about nfts (laughs) who cares about advent i think this is this is something we actually need to talk about this is a good start this is actually a great start no okay so nfts are non-fungible tokens what they basically are fun 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 i don't know what that means okay i have no clue what that means at all however it's basically like
1: fungible
0: so you basically know like picasso art and that kind of stuff Like how it, like, is, it hangs on a wall. So basically what that is, it's the virtual thing of that. So basically you just, like, have the art piece, but, like, virtually.
1: So Google Images.
0: Yeah, but you pay $10,000 for it. Why? Because then it's yours. You can just get it for free off the internet. Well, you'd be surprised, actually. (laughs) There's some things I've tried to get off the internet, and it doesn't work.
1: Just didn't well, try hard enough.
0: Well. Well. NFTs. And Charizards and Pokemon.
1: What? NFTs?
0: What? Natural family planning, yeah. I what? hate everything. <laughs> 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 it's been too long, guys. I'm sorry.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Ah, I will drink some coffee to that.
1: I will raise my non-existent water to you
0: <laughs> normally it's kombucha today it's coffee guys i'm sorry i i have let you guys i've let you the viewers down or the listeners i don't even know dude Dang. it's we been a minute
1: of it. it has been a hot minute
0: <laughs> holy crap this is gonna be either really good or really bad and i feel like it's gonna be really bad <laughs> that's what we said about the last episode that was september <laughs> yep <sighs> Ay, <criado. laughs> okay So, NFTs. Alright, we're
1: done with NFTs. Okay, so
0: now let's talk about Ethereum. So today, my Ethereum took... I don't even know. I haven't even checked at all. So basically, what I'm hearing is I'm virtually rich. I'm disowning you. Andres, we both know you got me into crypto. so Andres. Andres. Oh wait, Ethereum went down. I can't hear Andres, but Ethereum went down. I didn't know this. I don't have we're not talking about this is not a financial podcast. However, Andres is you can't hear him anymore. So the one person that actually like is learning about finances um and might be able to give some decent financial advice is not on this podcast anymore. Or he probably is. He just I just can't hear him. So um it's a great Check that your AirPods and then connect, dude. Andres, 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 Mijo, Mijo, Mijo. He said, "Bruh." On the text. That that's what I've been doing. So um, he said, "Crazy idea. You just read my texts. I think that's a great idea." So this is basically just the Manny podcast now. Um, oh, he said, "Hell no." Okay, never mind. Um, so welcome back to the Manny podcast where we talk about um, NFTs. I am um, the new Gary V. <laughs> we're restarting <laughs> no i think you should just fix this i think that's what we should do because i really think this should be in the podcast <laughs> the final cut it's <laughs> actually pretty funny what, there's three dots guys he has blue text he has the blue um bubble so this is all fine this is the only reason i'm reading them Oh, I don't know how to fix it. Okay, fine. We'll save it. So, welcome back. Or, thank you for listening to the Call to Be Broken podcast. We're going to have to record this podcast in increments of five minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. All right, we're going to cut off the very beginning here. Like, the first 20 seconds, whatever. Just okay, that's fine. In. Dude, and I... Honestly, honest, use the, the first bit as the cold open.
0: <laughs> the music's just going to arrive five minutes later. <laughs> Also, I guess might as well. Honestly, we'll use the same music for this episode. But I'd like to give uh, a shout out to the actual because I realize we haven't done this at all in the other episodes. However, I'd like to give a shout out to my big um, Chase Dorset for the for the intro and outro music to this podcast. Um,
1: oh, that's so
0: cute. That's the only one that was free. Um, that's <laughs> so Chase. I I forget his Spotify handle. Oh, it is. It's yeah, just I Chase. It's, no, it's just Chase it.
1: I think mine was better.
0: Yeah. It, little Chast is what um, we're going to call him. Not a Little chaste, Little Chast. Um. <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> but thank you, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been watching The Office for five days straight. Ever since college ended. Remember the semester ended. I've just been watching The Office.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I'm not kidding. I'm up to season. I'm finishing season seven, ideally, by 5 p.m. today. It's 1235. Once we finish this podcast, I'm getting back to the office. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, I've been. So um, (laughs) my roommate from last year, he just got back from Austria. And um, he came back. I know. He came back. And he was like, Andres, you were so right. I was like, about what? And he was like. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is so funny, so good. That's my and next show. He's been binge-watching it. He's like on season four or five already. So when he's been coming over, we've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: <laughs> nice. Um,
1: and then last night, I binge-watched uh, Blue Bloods for a little while. Um,
0: Do you just watch cop shows?
1: Dude, cop shows are so much fun.
0: This is re- this is actually the first time I've, I've found out about this. I'm not kidding. This, are you, you know, serious? I did not know you like cop shows at all. Dude,
1: I'm obsessed with cop shows. Like I'm obsessed with anything crime related hmm. and that for legal reasons, that's a joke. Um, but no, like, I don't know how I feel
0: about that, but okay.
1: No, but seriously, like growing up, all I wanted to be was a CSI scientist.
0: Nerd. No, okay. I know. Right.
1: No, seriously. Like when I was homeschooling, I'm <laughs> all made as forensics class, just so I could start learning about like the field. And then we talked to our friend at the FBI, uh, forensic lab here in Tampa. Mm-hmm and mm. she brought me in and for a tour of Aww. the facility it was super cool as a little seventh grader it was so sick i got <laughs> fingerprinted uh it was i got to see the ballistics like the ballistics tests and stuff it was yeah. so cool i was having the time of my life
0: hear that ladies from forensic scientists to theology major
1: and potentially <laughs> a business major now
0: see you should be the one talking about nfts and not me you should know this
1: uh no finance is not my thing i'm just i as dr kelly would say as a manager i don't know how to do anything i just know <laughs> how, to, uh, how to find the people who do know uh, how to do everything
0: speaking of managers i've realized in the past few as i'm watching the the office i, I really think my um my love life is gonna end up like Michael Scott's, where, cause that's literally what's felt like. Oh, I just don't know who the Molly or Holly is. Crap, I really butchered that.
1: Yeah, like, that was really embarrassing. But that's that, okay. that was
0: that was really. Hey, like I said, I've been watching The Office for a while, so um, there's a lot of names.
1: Mm, that's fair. Names Thanks are hard, for Michael.
0: Yeah. Who knows? I don't know why. Just I think in prayer and in discernment. And... I'm just
1: getting this idea. I'm just <laughs> getting this image. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just in my heart of hearts, uh, I think the. Word... <laughs> I'm just getting this image, and um, it's a guy it's named Michael, Michael Scott. Last name's and... Scott. Um, uh, he drives a seabring.
1: Um, I'm just getting this image of uh, a cookie. A guy named Dwight. He's yelling out, "Michael." <laughs> I mean, I don't really know if that's necessary for you, but um, maybe you <laughs> press into that.
0: The Lord's just calling your name. <laughs> and he... <laughs> he's exclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't. Uh, uh, oh. As I always say when we enter into this segment. I'm very charismatic, so um this is in no way making fun of the charismatic renewal. I am very much an active part of it, so it
1: is very much an <laughs> making fun of it.
0: You are. I am not. <laughs>
1: You're right. I'm just making fun of you.
0: Yeah, you pretty much are. Oh <laughs> uh, This makes me question, am I Michael or am I Dwight? Yeah. Like, even Gabe.
1: No, we don't bring Gabe into this. Shut up about Gabe. Shut
0: up about the sun. Shut <laughs> up about the sun. <laughs>
1: so, uh, this podcast is turning into literally just office quotes.
0: It's fine. Uh, so, welcome uh, back. <laughs>
1: all right, so
0: so where are we cutting it out? <laughs> what am I cutting out?
1: All right, we're go- the podcast will start at eleven fifteen.
0: Okay. <laughs> There's so much material.
1: There's so much material. There you. <laughs> uh all right so guys it's been a heck of a day already um we're cutting out a lot of material because it was literally just us going crazy um honestly it was a lot of really funny stuff so we may keep a a decent amount of it uh but some of it we're going to cut anywho besides the point going into yeah admin (laughs) all right so let's just talk talking's
0: good I mean, this is a podcast, so it's kind of expected. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up about the sun.
1: Shut up about the sun. For about 10 minutes, we were making office jokes and talking about kicking each other out of the podcast. I
0: I didn't threat anybody. You're the one who started with the threats, okay? You deserved
1: it. You deserved
0: it. Okay, you know what? You know what? I don't know. I know what I know what. (laughs)
1: All right, anywho. Um,
0: okay, time so, to actually talk about like what we're here to talk about.
1: Yeah. So, I'm just getting this image. Um, all right, no, for real though. Let's get into this because I think yeah. There's goes, so
0: much. There's so much here that we that we <laughs> talked about unpacking, and we haven't even touched any of it <laughs> except nope. the word Advent.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So, <gasps> uh, Mandy and I were talking for for the use. um About friends. Friends, it was so sad this semester when none of the attendants knew that reference. It's, oh, it's okay. so sad. It's okay, so sad. Um, It'll be
0: part of my um talk next semester.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, speaking of next semester, all right, so Advent, um, yeah, Advent. We many and I were talking, and we were just like, What the heck are we supposed to talk about? Like, what. We, I, cause I just came back from adoration, right? Cause I'm a good mm-hmm. Catholic boy. Um, I was chilling out, talking to. I just. Our Lord.
0: I just bowed and urgently flexed and made the sign of the cross. Just so you know. In what? your direction towards Florida.
1: Oh. <laughs> Not Mecca. Not
0: Mecca. <laughs> it's the same direction.
1: See, <laughs> <T>. anywho. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I just got back from adoration. and Like mm-hmm. I was talking with many, and like something that we felt that was like, what can we talk about? Like, what, what do we think we need to talk about? At least for us and maybe for the listeners, um, would probably be like discernment insofar mm-hmm. as like how we're called to encounter the Lord during Advent because mm-hmm. many and I were talking and at least for me personally, I've sucked at preparing my heart for our Lord during this Advent. Um mm-hmm. and just Advent in general, I kind of like forget Advent is a season. Um, and by kind of, and by kind of, I mean parents,
0: you don't remember um, to the fourth week. You're like, exactly. oh yeah, Advent.
1: I'm like, oh wait, we're in Advent. That's funny.
0: That's um, a season.
1: That's a thing. Anywho, <laughs> but yeah, so we're talking like I think the really big thing is about discernment. Um, so I think. Like, an idea of what we're going to start with is, like, what exactly is discernment? Maybe our experiences with discernment. Um Like, mm-hmm. and how discernment is, like, used in everyday life. Because, like, uh, I think when people say discernment, they automatically think big V vocation. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes even to the more integral parts of our lives where it's, like, mm-hmm. an everyday thing. So, yeah. So, Mandy, do you have any thoughts or do you want me to start things off?
0: No, I just kind of uh, agree, and I think, like, the more important part, especially about, like, discernment as a whole is that, like, kind of, I guess, transitioning is, like, like you said, it's a, it's an everyday thing. Like, where is the Lord trying to encounter us? Or, like, as simple I, – I always, like – there's always that joke where it's, like, discernment also includes the simple things as, like, mm-hmm. do I want peanut butter and jelly or ham and cheese? Like, technically – you could discern it, I guess, if you really wanted to. I don't know. That was I don't really. Know about av- that. Yeah, I don't know about that one anymore. Never mind. Um, I don't know about that. However, I I, I was trying. I was I was getting. I was on a train and I was almost there. However, what the got off was there.
1: They're not. You're not-
0: like,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I think, like your point, is a good point with like the daily life thing, but mm-hmm. I don't think necessarily with the food. However. The point is still there because, like, I've. Uh, you know I wanna, what I mean? I you, bring...
0: you, you, you do the segue. I was trying to do a segue. You do the segue. It's fine. It's okay. I got
1: you. It's okay. Bring your covenant into this. Hold up. Pull when do you not? Yeah, I'm going to write a book about it. Don't worry about it.
0: About the covenant? Hell,
1: yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me.
0: It's no longer going to be Wild at Heart as our formation book that most people use. It's going to be. Guardian Guard- at Heart. <laughs> no, it's going to be guarding Your Heart. <laughs> Guard- uh, <laughs> by Andres Donovan.
1: First, and
0: you're going to start off with puberty. First, our, co- our pillars of puberty, constipation, and misery. Or is it mistakes? I forgot. It's
1: mistakes. It's mistakes. Um,
0: <laughs> so, so, yeah. You should write That's it by reunion time and we'll, and we'll sell it.
1: I'm going to write a book called Guard Your Heart. I'm going to. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh.
0: Anywho.
1: Uh, I should give it to you first.
0: Uh, I have a book about that. Okay, sir. Have you read it? No, it's still on my nice little shelf, actually. It's holding up the other books. Nice. Classic. Yeah. All
1: right. So the part that I really want to bring up was. uh, Let's see. Is at the very beginning of our consecration pillar where it's talking about like at the heart of our consecration is an ever growing relationship with God, mm-hmm. and then, uh, in response to God's call to live always in His love, we seek to consecrate every moment of our daily lives to the Father. And mm-hmm. then, St. Paul talks about having no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Um, okay. I think that, like. Those parts are like really key when it comes to like discernment because in many ways discernment is consecration. Yeah. Um at least for me right now, like I'm trying to discern whether I'm going to go back to a double major. I'm trying to discern if I'm going to go hang out with the CFRs for a weekend just to have fun. Because like I'm not necessarily discerning religious life or uh or the priesthood per se, because I haven't really felt that call. Like, at all, I don't really feel like that's where the Lord's calling me. However, I have been feeling drawn to just go experience their life and just allow the Lord to uh, to work through that. If mm-hmm. that is something that He wants, He'll make it happen. He'll bring the opportunity. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think unpacking like what exactly like we bring in, like the whole idea of ever growing relationship with God, and Bring in the whole, like, we offer every moment of our daily lives to Him, to the mm-hmm. Father. Because, um, like, you and I talked a little bit before starting the recording about um, how in prayer. Today, Which realized, out of
0: all the five?
1: Yes. It's <laughs> um, <this, laughs> not our during, fault. during our phone call, um, that during prayer today, I literally flipped open oh. my journal to the next page, and today's. Verse that was like at the bottom of each page, like today's verse was, "Cause me to hear thy loving goodness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee." And I, th- I think that's like a beautiful idea of consecration and discernment, and how they work well together, and like mm-hmm. they go hand in hand. Because in many ways, like discernment is like a surrendering to the Lord, mm-hmm. and it calls for a lot of trust. Yeah. That's why I got for right now.
0: Where do I want to go? I, okay. Now I know where I want to go. I was like, that surrender to the Lord is so key. And I know, like, I don't know if, like, we always, like, I feel like, especially us in ministry and, like, when we're dealing with, like, young people are, like, how are we going to, re- like, there's that whole thing where it's, like, let's bring Christ back into Christmas. Like, that mm. whole movement where it's, like, um... Kind of bringing it back into the spectrum of Advent, I guess, where it's like we we always say, "How are we going to welcome Jesus into our hearts this year? How are we going to let Him be born again into our lives?" Um born Kind of, the of the, oh, I was I was really about to say menanoia. How are we like going to let like How are we going to grow closer with the Lord this year? And that was kind of where we wanted to like go in that space where it was like, "How is the Lord apart from like?" I don't want to word this. How is the Lord trying to encounter us, and how is He trying to be born again in us? Not just on Christmas, but like even as we prepare for that. How is He trying to encounter us, and how is He trying to, um, Hmm. in some ways, kind of going back to our covenant? How is He trying to? I'm not trying. I guess be more intimate with us during this year, and how are we going to grow in that intimacy with the Lord, which is ultimately like the point of the whole spiritual life. Um,
1: if you can't hear me, I'm snapping.
0: Yeah, I couldn't hear you.
1: Well, just I just wanted to make sure you knew that I was snapping. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um,
0: like, yeah, go go for it. Do you do you want to talk touch on that for a little bit?
1: The intimacy part I want to touch on a little bit because yeah. uh, as my, my like recently I started reading Saint Catherine of Siena um, and her dialogue, and, uh, it was a gift given to me really recently by a good friend of mine, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the whole dialogue is literally a dialogue between God the Father and St. Catherine of Siena, mm-hmm. which is really cool, because, like, it's written in the person of God the Father, like, mm-hmm. God the Father is speaking to Catherine of Siena, she always, she writes it in a way that she's referring to herself as the third person and god is the first person Mm -hmm. so it's as if god is writing the book itself which is super cool um and yeah there's some really tough parts in there and it's definitely parts that like are very true however the way that is written (laughs) me personally would have written it a different way to highlight the the love Cause like it's saying exactly what it is. However, is not necessarily highlighting the love. Sometimes it's uh, highlighting like the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the justice mm. of our uh, of our guy. Cause like it is justice it is our his love because something that Doctor Miravalli... Uh, like a tradition that many people have a do- uh, like for dr miravalli who's the Mariology te- Mari- mariology teacher of Franciscan mm. is that uh I'm going to butcher the quote but I'm going to butcher it but like in essence like if you write at the top of every single one of his tests like um it's like god's greatest trait is his mercy dr Miravalli will never fail you um <laughs> because uh Yes, his justice is there, and he is a just God, and we experience his justice. However, his immense love for us is also within his justice itself, through his mercy, and, um, and that shows through his love as well. Yeah,
0: that actually reminds me of a quote that I was reading. Um, so I'm re- you're reading the diary of Catherine de Siena. I'm reading the diary of Saint Faustino. It's in the first notebook. I'm gonna probably butcher this. It's also. the dialogue. Or the dialogue you know what <laughs> right now i was on a roll now you ruined the roll. Um, you're welcome <laughs> but it was like is it that it's in the first notebook um where it's like her guardian angel takes her down to purgatory and then she's like why are people suffering so much and he's like um kind of along the same lines or it's like it's because of my justice because i love you i'm gonna be just um mm-hmm. i definitely butchered that quote but also it's like
1: it's so good it's, though
0: yeah it's so good like and I like know, I,
1: yeah go ahead, go ahead go
0: ahead i was go go for it because i was gonna tie this into confession and like how, how do like, i tie,
1: tie it in with a parent because like i know for me personally if my parents mm-hmm. never disciplined me if they didn't show me like the justice
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah 100%. i would
1: i would not be who i am today like something that my parents started doing when i was younger because like so like some parents like use all of those and like oh they spank their kids like to show them that they messed up, but that never really worked with me. Like I like I just walked it off. But like same. But when I got I oh no
0: I'm proud about that. I'm like yeah.
1: When I got old enough to be able to like start conveying myself in a more clear manner, my parents started having me write essays about what I did wrong,
0: why it was wrong. A lot
1: what i did wrong why uh why it was wrong and how Mm -hmm. i was going to fix it yeah and what it made me a really good writer but like, really gave me time to like really pause it It, in many ways it taught me how to like examine my conscience because it really was an in-depth thing like why was this thing wrong and why did i choose it Mm -hmm. and it's because they chose to discipline me in that way like showing their mercy and like we love you so much that we could not allow you to do this again and I think that's really something that goes hand in hand. Like the reason why I got on this whole trail is because I was talking about like how uh, I I love the dialogue so far, but it really highlights the justice of our God really well. I personally would like a more highlighted on the tender and lovingness of our God, mm-hmm. because the tender lovingness sometimes includes uh, his justice and his justice yeah. can be tender. A
0: hundred percent.
1: And what I want to bring back bring back to the point about like uh discernment and like his love for us is like a couple of things I underlined in uh in the dialogue today was for discernment is nothing else but the true knowledge of a soul. Sorry, but the true knowledge a soul ought to have of herself and of me. And through this knowledge she finds her roots. It is joined to charity like an engrafted shoot. Now the source of humility, as I have already told you, is the soul's true knowledge of herself and of my goodness. And for discernment and charity are engrafted together and planted in the soul of true humility, which is born of self-knowledge. So what I got from that was like, in order for us to discern well, even on everyday things, even on small things like starting which mission trip we're going to go on, what ministry we're going to be a part of, what household we joined or like anything literally from the biggest thing of what's my big V vocation to the littlest thing of what am I going to do the next time that I talk to a person? Like how am I going to interact with them? Like the whole, it's all rooted in self knowledge, which is humility, but humility is knowledge of yourself in light of God and Mm. his love for you. And that's intimacy with the Lord. And the only way that we can grow intimacy is through, just being with him. Which goes <laughs> back into our uh what I was, you and I were talking about earlier was about like how uh for purity for our purity pillar when we were going uh putting the intensity of formation this semester, uh Brendan brought up the point it was like because I said blessed are the pure heart they shall see God because I brought got that in prayer. And Brendan was like another way of saying that is blessed are those who see God, for they shall be made pure. And I just sat there with that for a little bit. Cause I thought about it. I was like, the more I've spent time with our Lord, the less and less I've desired like vulgar things. Like, because mm-hmm. like when I was in high school, I used to listen to a lot of rap. <laughs> like I listened to copious amounts of it. Like it was a lot. Yeah. Um, Cause that's just like the culture that, that it was there. But the more I think, Lord, it's just
0: culture in general right now. It is, yeah. <laughs> especially for us
1: in high school. Like that was, oh yeah, hundred percent. And so, the more and more time I spent in adoration, the more and more time I spent with our Lord, the less and less that I desire to listen to the to those things. I'm like, this is not of Him. And it's not necessarily bad things, but they're not necessarily the greatest of things. It's not leading my uh, my heart closer to our Lord. It so, it, it
0: just kind of keeps you stagnant. You're you're just yeah. kind of like there versus like stuff that actually uplifts the soul. Yeah, because like if you're
1: not growing, you're going away from the Lord. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And so I thought that was really interesting, like how in order for us to discern well, we have to learn who we are in light of the Lord's love. And that constitutes us surrendering to allow him to love us. And I think that's really beautiful, especially like during this advent. Like this is kind of like the first year that we've had a semi more chill, more normal year
0: unless you're in california
1: yeah stupid california um unless, like, <laughs> since covid broke out
0: yeah no hundred percent
1: like this is like last christmas was not normal um actually wait
0: yeah wait hold up it no. was it wasn't fully normal it there it was
1: still so, it like, wasn't fully normal but like
0: um it was decently more normal however it wasn't like oh There yeah. was still like it was still very much, COVID. It, yeah, it was still very much like COVID. It was still very much uncharted territory for a lot of families. A lot, like even like there wasn't the the availability of like flights or like that kind of stuff. Like
1: yeah, the last normal Christmas that, like the last normal Advent that we had was fall twenty nineteen. Like, yeah, twenty nineteen. That's so crazy to think about. Like it's been two years is our like last normal year before mm-hmm. covid um and we've been living in this covid world and yeah and i honestly like i said at the beginning of this uh, episode like i've sucked a lot at preparing my heart for our lord during advent because we always forget that advent is a preparation season mm-hmm. just like lent but just focused on like preparation rather than penance and so yeah 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 go ahead
0: i like how like you said it's focused more on preparation and not and not necessarily penance but i feel like they go hand in hand in some points like um in some ways advent allows us to see that more tender side of jesus Mm. and sometimes lent we automatically assume oh yeah he's dying so we kind of imagine that aspect of jesus a sacrifice in some ways like advent's the, the lord giving himself and advent's like the lord like sacrificing himself or Lent is the Lord's sacrificing himself. Yeah, mm. Um, and I kind of want to go back to that point where it's like how you mentioned the parent and how that translates to confession, how like the, the church in its infinite wisdom is like, you know what? We should probably have people go to confession like twice a year, once being in Advent and once being in Lent just to like, we're able, like we're able to see the Lord's like justice, but also his mercy. Like I don't know if, if this has happened to you, where it's like you go to confession, where you like you feel like you got like smacked to the face, but also like you also got like the biggest hug ever.
1: Oh, let me tell you this story. Go oh, for it. God, all right. So I was I went to confession, literally a couple of days before I left campus with Father Denny, oh, bro. Ah, oh, that man. So what happened was. I went to him, and I was like, P- Father, I call every priest Padre. <laughs> oh, um, they are about to say Pops. No, I call every single priest Padre. Oh, yeah, I of call course. Father, I call Father Sean and Father Rukino you Padre. Padre. Um,
0: it's because once you get to a level of, like...
1: Friendship with them, yeah. you got to call him Padre. Padre. Oh, of
0: course, yeah.
1: But, yeah, no, I called... Uh, I, call I went up to Father Denny. I was like, Father, would you hear my confession? I was expecting him to say no, because, like... He just wrapped up with Mass. He just got invested. And I was expecting him, like, you know, I got meetings or whatever. And he looked at me with such joy in his eyes. He was like, yes, come on, let's go to the professional. And I was blown away because, like, I just love it when I see a priest excited to hear a confession. Yeah. And, like, Father Denny's old. Like, he's been at this for a hot minute. And, <laughs> and he still has the love that he has. And I'm like, wow, that's so beautiful. Um, but that's besides oh, yeah. the point. So I'm in the confession, you know, me, poor sinner pouring out my heart to follow denny i'm like would you like to
0: would you like to do a group confession with all the viewers right now or listen no i've
1: done that it's really weird um (laughs) that's another story i'll break down in a little bit
0: actually (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you joked about okay wait never mind continue continue with the story then we'll talk about this off (laughs) air.
1: no we're talking about this on air okay (laughs) fine it's up to you so uh I, i confess my sins and I was expecting, like, a rosary or a decade or a couple Our Fathers and Hail Marys, you know, the usual. Yeah. Father Denny then said, for your penance, I want you to actively allow the Father to love you today. And I was like, uh-huh. And so it was kind of like a smack in my face because, like, uh, something that... I can't remember who told me this, but like the reason why we sin is for, is that because we forget that God loves us so much. Mm-hmm. And then Father Denny was like, "Homeboy, I want you, to allow the Lord, to love you today." Mm-hmm. Like actively say, "Lord, I'm letting you love me." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And so that was really beautiful. But now going on to my other tangent story.
0: <laughs> okay, before see. you go on a full tangent, I'm a I'm gonna put in a little grain of rice actually. Put so- in a
1: little little nugget.
0: I'll put in the little nugget. Um, that's the beauty of confession. I like. I also have a few confession stories, but like my favorite, kind of like how you mentioned. I don't know why it just brings me such joy, especially like during Advent when I see like priests like go out of their way to like. In their sh- no, he wasn't wearing a cassock. Oh, dang it! I wish. No, but um, so we have this new priest at my parish. His name's Father Jock. He's from um Haiti, and like at my parish, it's like. Where it's kind of, like, not res- like not really, like, if you go up to the pair, like, there's, the co- there's like, it used to be, like, there's, like, really strict confession times, I guess. There were, like, often, but, like, um yeah. But, like, the really beautiful thing was that, like, it's normally before, like, our daily mass, so, like, he already wakes up at, like, six, uh, he comes in actually early to start confessions, and there's, like, a giant line that day. I don't know why. Which is not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> People, we we love the Lord's mercy being poured out, but then like what I loved even more, he before he started mass. Oh, this is actually the feast day of the Immaculate Conception. Even more before. classic. Like before he started mass, he like literally he went up to like mass time, like the time mass was supposed to start, like saying confessions, and then there was still like a line of like fifteen people. He's like, "Don't worry, guys, just come back after mass, and I'll still hear your confession." And like that n- never really happens, and the amount of joy, like. Being able to see the Father's mercy and His like justice poured out, um, it's just such a super beautiful thing, especially like during Advent as we want to prepare ourselves even further. So, um, now your confession story, sir. So, <laughs> group confession um, to be more specific.
1: Yeah. So, let me clarify something really quick.
0: This is not sacramentally valid.
1: <laughs> correct. So, <laughs>
0: That's the clarification.
1: I was homeschooled all the way up to high school except for one semester. Um, and that was like in third grade or something like that. And I went to a Byzantine school. Okay. Huh. I know. I did not facts. know this about you. Fun facts. Um, I knew so, yeah. about the
0: homeschool, I didn't know about the Byzantine. Yeah. So I went
1: to Byzantine school for like a semester. I
0: did not know it was a Byzantine school. Huh. Yeah.
1: And you learn
0: well, every day. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's fun. So I went, we went, it was like a week. It was like, a, I don't know what it was, but we all went to confession. Mm-hmm. And Father, I don't know what the man was doing. Maybe it's a Byzantine <laughs> thing, but he was like, he brought us all into the sacristy. He was like, all right, hmm, this whats what we're going to do. We're going to have a group confession. And I was like, I thought you were kidding about this. Oh, I was shit. like, "Uh, I don't know about this, but okay, Padre, <laughs> I'm going to trust you. And what he did was, all right, everybody close your eyes. I'm going to run through the Ten Commandments. If you've broken any of these, raise your hand. And at the end, I'm going to give a general absolution for everybody. And you all have the same penance. I was like, "Mm, okay, whatever you say. Uh, It was a little sketchy, but it's okay. And um, that's exactly what happened. He ran through the Ten Commandments. We raised our hands uh, for the ones that we broke. And, like, we all kept our heads down and our eyes closed to, that, like, to, like, honor the seal confession and stuff. And he gave us a general absolution, and we all were given an Our Father, Hail Mary, and Glory be. I mean, he called it a day. So, yeah.
0: So, um, as you were telling that story, I picked up my catechism and was going to fact check the validity of that. But, okay.
1: Then you remembered me saying it's Byzantine and they don't have the same catechism as us. Oh yeah, you're true.
0: Still. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know I'm not happy with that. I, I hated it. It
0: was not it. Um I didn't uh, if it's actually a Byzantine thing that's actually pretty dope, but okay. I think it was just a I, thing. I I I really hope that wasn't just like, you know what, I'm busy. I have meetings and yeah. I want to get this I really hope it's not that. But okay, cuz
1: it was a parish school. So and he was the pastor, so I would not have been surprised if it was just like I'm busy, so I'm just going to do a group confession real quick.
0: There's just one kid that like lifts up their hand for it's like have what's it uh have you coven your neighbor's wife? There's just like one like third grader that's like I got gotcha. you <laughs> right here, chief. I hate that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's what that's
1: that's my story of group confession. Um.
0: So the Father's mercy and Advent and how He calls us deeper into <laughs> it. Um. Um. So wait, really
1: quick, I want to take a moment to just really guys if that's a word,
0: Advent. Amalogize? analogize <laughs> Like to make uh, an analogy? Oh, I think it's said amalgamize. Or galvanized? No. Or no. Statinize? Uh, I'm trying to think hey of words know. that end in eyes. Aheu. So Hypnotized. it's really
1: beautiful. All right, so we know how Lent is 40 days. And it's very clearly Christ going to the desert and we're supposed to follow in such a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But in many ways, I feel like in when it comes to discernment and also just like retreats in general, we're called to draw ourselves out of the the things that were that are familiar to us. Mm-hmm so that we can then experience god in the unfamiliar mm. which is why like for retreats back at my high school we go to a retreat center away from their the kids homes yeah. away from campus and we take away their phones to make them all uncomfortable and they have to really find the comfort in our lord yeah. and so i think that's really like a big part of advent as well that we just forget about like this is a specific time for us to take a step back. Like yeah, when I was big V vocation discernment. cause I was just uh priesthood in high school, my senior year, cause it was low key, either between Franciscan or seminary, um, fun facts. Same. Uh, and in many ways, like I had to, like, going back to what St. Catherine was gonna say, like knowledge of self is like the root of discernment because you have to like, have knowledge of yourself with, with humility. In order to discern where the Lord is calling you, because the humility is knowing yourself and knowing God. Mm -hmm. And it's like knowing yourself in light of God. And so in many ways, you have to like pull yourself from your familiar areas, like you have to pull yourself not away from your family, but you have to like learn who you are outside of your family, like outside of like, Mm -hmm. for me, I was always like, oh, I am the baby of the family. I'm the last one in the house. I'm going to take care of my parents one day unless I'm called to be a priest. And then, like, I have all these, like, different quote-quote duties. And, um, and I,
0: shut up. <laughs> um, I someone that, had to say it. I, knew who was, coming. I
1: was like, this little, <laughs> but yeah, no, like,
0: someone has to say
1: it. <laughs> uh, anywho, but, like, yeah, I found that, like, a lot of my discernment in, like, with college decisions mm-hmm. came from, like, seeking who I was in God's eyes, right? Se- seeking who I was in, like, other people's eyes, like, seeking mm-hmm. uh, my identity in school, my family, my my job, uh, and, like, truly seeking, like, who I am. And something that I thought was really cool, because, like, you and I talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. beforehand, was it's a constantly ongoing thing, because we are always changing, and therefore we have to constantly get, we have to constantly reacquaint ourselves with ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's really beautiful, and like the fact that we have Advent in a, a Lent every year gives us these specific opportunities. The church has given us to rediscover ourselves in in, in a way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it also it gives us an opportunity to also step out of ourselves, like get out of our own heads, in mm. some ways. Because especially, like, for us as college students, we literally just had finals. Even, like, for high schoolers. Like, I was there telling my... <laughs> I was literally telling my kiddos from youth ministry, it's like, we literally <laughs> had kiddos. finals. Yeah, my brats. Um, But, like, we literally just got out of finals. So people are, like, for one, they're brain dead, as it is. And then, like, on top of it, like, a lot of kids also struggle with, like, like, we have the worst mental health, like, problem, I guess, in, like, the past, like, ever i guess <laughs> because of obviously of awareness but also it's just like people are more open about it i guess but like uh, advent gives us this beautiful opportunity to be able to step out of, like step back from that and be like okay this isn't what defines me um mm-hmm. like i like i had told you before when we were talking like a quote that um one of the bishops he came and said mass this Sunday in our parish was like advent gives us this beautiful opportunity to be able to um not to like step back from our step back from what we think defines us and really focus on who defines us. Um it gives us an opportunity to put a, like set aside our anxieties, our fears, our, our, our burdens, our wounds and our sinfulness and be able to look forward to the one who defines us. Cause the reality is apart from knowing we're children of God, we like, like, that's that's obviously our, like, main calling, and that's our, like, that is who we are. But, like, apart from that, we don't really know, like, that's whose we are. Sometimes you don't really know who we are. Mm-hmm. And Advent gives us this beautiful opportunity to be able to be, like, encounter, continue to encounter whose we are, but also, like, remember who, how do I want to write this? It, who, it gives us this opportunity to remember that we are the Lord's but also be able to dive in deeper and see how that translates to all the other areas of our life and let the Lord really be born again in our lives so he is able to work through us and translate to all the other aspects of our lives.
1: Can I bring a Disney uh, quote into this?
0: A Disney quote? Yeah. Depends what movie we're talking about.
1: Lion King.
0: Okay, yeah, good for you. (laughs) <laughs> think, it's like onward and
1: i'm like nope i think you know exactly what quote i'm going to go with this because i think it's for, like when you're talking simba. about yeah that's exactly <laughs> the one i was talking about because like because i think that quote like simba remember who you are yeah like i think when you're talking about like who's we are simba could not get scrapped together until remembered that, like yeah he's yeah. the he's the father's son yeah like he is the son of Mufasa, or like in our case, where we are children of God. Like that is yeah. who we are. You have to co- be constantly reminded of that because we forget so often. Oh yeah, and like, it made holy crap. I just remember. I just realized how catechetical critical the uh, Lion King is. Um, oh dude, it's
0: so catered. Literally, I'm gonna. I always talk about how like I'm gonna like make like a movie series on like, not a movie series, but like do like whenever I have my own ministry. It's like I'm gonna like do like. Focus like a month of youth nights on the Lion King, dude. Because it's so like theologically rich, this is and so kinetically rich. Like, dude, easily like from a religious aspect or from a religious standpoint, one of the best movies Disney has made. I I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, like I would say top. I can't think of another one right now, but I think there's another one. Like. Yeah, one of the best. Like
1: I can't think of like, oh, one better than that. Like from a religious point of view.
0: There's another one I was talking to a priest about, but I forgot what it was. And I was like, Oh yeah, that one's also. But like this one's like oh, in your. Oh, this one's like oh, in your face. Nemo. Like oh yeah, Nemo. But that's like reckless Nemo. love type stuff.
1: That is reckless love.
0: Type <laughs> <of stuff>. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's how I'm like yeah whatever. <laughs> oh, that's uh, god. <laughs>
1: That's a reckless love type.
0: <laughs> That's I'm gonna put that on a t shirt.
1: <laughs> oh no but going back what to
0: are, liking. Oh
1: yeah. What did I get ourselves into?
0: Finding Nemo if you want a swan to
1: swant.
0: <laughs> I
1: know. Oh I wanna start like Charging you every single time, like for a sponsorship thing that we do.
0: Watch one of these times, we're actually gonna get a sponsor um, <laughs> and be able to afford actual podcasting gear.
1: No, 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 that's asking too much.
0: <laughs> that okay. If anyone wonders why I asked for sponsorship, it's just because we would love to upgrade uh, our gear and provide better quality for y'all.
1: Who knows? Maybe next semester, when we're back to school, we can sweet talk. the you know the George.
0: Uh, okay, that's 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 business meeting type stuff. That's not business meeting type <laughs> stuff. Anywho, going back
1: to Simba. Going that's, back no, to I think, Simba.
0: I think I think, I
1: think I think we're done with Simba. I,
0: but think, I think we're I think done. Was,
1: but I think that's actually really beautiful when it comes to like sermon, Just realizing like I am a child of God, and like I think that's the really biggest point that that should be taken away from uh from this episode. Like about advent and Lent,
0: like
1: re- mm-hmm. i kind of like come to realize that literally during this episode mm-hmm. and i think now that it's is oh sorry advent is almost over the last bit of advent i'm going to really make an intentional part like lord actively remind me that i'm your son like remind me of who i am remind me of my identity in you
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that i can find out who i am like sh- introduce me to myself
0: yeah um and the funny thing yeah. is like also like in some ways like re- relating it to like the nativity like story where it's like we don't have to have our crap together <laughs> literally nativity. the nativity story sorry excuse me on. but like we don't have to have our crap together literally jesus was born right next to a pile of crap T, like he wasn't born into ideal situations. He wasn't mm-hmm. born into like the castle that like, or he wasn't born into royalty. He was born into literally like in some ways the lowest of the low, mm-hmm. um, right next to an ass. Like, um, <laughs> sorry, I've been waiting to do that one for a while, but like <laughs> apart from the joke there, like he, he there's n- nothing necessarily glamorous about the, na- the nativity story.
1: Yeah,
0: and in some ways that's consoling because that doesn't—that means that just means we don't have to have it all together, and we don't have to. Like, it's very consoling because if the Lord was able to deal with that, why won't be able to deal with me? In some Mm. ways, or why wouldn't He want to deal with me? Um. So. Mm. Good
1: answer. Good answer.
0: Like. Also, you're you're loved. (laughs) I don't know how to. I don't know how to, I don't know how to end that. But you're loved. Yeah.
1: Like I think that's really a cool thing. Like what you said. Like Jesus was born and then put in a manger. That was yeah. next to a pile of crap. Like yeah. it kind of like shows you where the Lord is. Like yeah. He's in the brokenness with us. Like He entered into humanity, even though He was perfect and His humanity was perfect. He entered into the brokenness and like and
0: and the funny thing is he didn't say, I'm going to tolerate... Like, not, not that he didn't say he was going to tolerate it, but, like... Excuse me, but he was like, no, I'm going to, like, intentionally go into this.
1: Yeah. He, like, he it actively was... chose it. Yeah, like, he showing act- us that we were worth being loved. Yeah. Wolf. That's not... Whoa. Look at us. Dude. Wow. Where did that come from?
0: That's crazy. Come after me, Dr. Gage. I'm a... <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> just start <laughs> picking fights with theology <laughs> teachers.
1: at... Dr. Gates. Cut. I don't want. I don't want to disrupt your flow there, but he's a philosophy professor. You know dude. what? You know what? Don't want to blow your bubble, but uh,
0: well, I can't call out Bishop Barron, so
1: he doesn't teach at our university.
0: I don't know. I'm just saying, but like, he's like more commonly known because I don't have church militant after me.
1: Stop before. Uh, Stop before <laughs> you're ahead of like why you're still ahead. Okay. <laughs> Oh well. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I think that's everything. Do we have anything else that we we're gonna talk about?
0: What What's the line from Veggie Tether's like, it's, it's ah, freaking the before Qwerty. It's time to talk about Frick. We're gonna talk to Qwerty. I literally been thinking about this during the whole podcast because I wanted to end like it time that. for the
1: verse of the day.
0: No, there's like it's time to oh, dang it! I'm a fake vegetals. There's like look it up. That's look what I'm up. looking. Look it up. We got time. It's our
1: podcast.
0: Not <laughs> why does Qwerty come up next to COVID? Classic. Breaking
1: news: Cordy was the reason for COVID.
0: <laughs> uh... Dang, you really can't find it. Dang, I forgot it. It's <laughs> oh, like well. it, it's like in one specific episode. I think it's in um. <sighs> Oh well, I'm a fake VeggieTales fan. Sorry, guys. I've been watching too much Office. I need to rewatch the VeggieTales again.
1: If you want, um, you can come over and I have. We can watch it together.
0: Well, I'm already rewatching it with the boys. Wow. Oh. We're on episode. F- I think we were on episode 15. I'm sorry. I could restart it again with you, because obviously I need to get it done. Yep. How to draw Cordy from the VeggieTales? Wow. Nice. Anyhow. Anywho, the Lord loves you. and He I think, wants... the, I, think the, I think
1: the podcast ended like five minutes
0: ago. Yeah. Here, we'll just put this in. Th- that the Lord loves us. He wants to encounter you even deeper this Advent. And in apart from him, in, in your brokenness, but also like apart from him, like he wants to encounter you. And I think the main question for us, or the main challenge for us this Advent is finding out where he is actively encountering us already not where he is going to but how he is already encountering us and loving us and we'll end with that see all right bye guys (laughs) later